Welcome back to City on the Hill Gaming. I am your Game Master Ryan. We are back with more of that good old-fashioned Dungeons & Dragons content. We're, we're getting a little old school today. Um, we're not going to play AD&D, because I don't even know how that works. But we're going to bring back some people who have been on the podcast before, but have not been on with us. It's been a minute. Um, Jonathan and Jenner are back. Yay! And joining Jonathan and Jenna this evening... Are their sons Jack and Asher? Hey! And I believe it's Jenna's mom. Yes. Miss D. Woo! Yes. Hey. So, so I wanted to try a thing where an entire family played D and D, and not only that, but the entire family's characters were all an entire family of adventurers. So I, it was just a weird thought I had at some point, and you guys seem like the perfect candidates for that. We were super excited. We have been a multi-generational gaming family yes. since my grandmother. So the boys is... Oh, wow. Cool. Okay. Yes. Awesome. We, we our teeth on games. Since gaming was invented. Invented, yes. <laughs> since 1970-something. I don't remember when D&D came out originally. <laughs> it's been a minute. Okay, so... We're going to start our story, and the four of you have gone to visit Grandma. Uh, so, actually, let me ha let's let's have everybody. I'll I'll say your name, and then you tell me uh, your character's name and what race and class they are. So let's uh, let's start with Miss D. Uh, my name is Lurlai, and um, I'm a high elf uh, monk three. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jenna. I am Tree Salt, and I am playing also a High Elf Cleric. Jonathan. I'm Melio, and uh, I am a Rogue High Elf. Okay, Jack. I am Land Valorian. I am a Wizard 3. Okay, and Asher. I'm a High Elf Fighter 3. Yes, and you are going to punch many things. Yes! <laughs> Punching all the things. Actually, yeah, maybe. We'll see what happens. Okay, so you guys have gone to visit Miss Lorelai at her house, and uh, you guys have probably been there for a couple of days. You're hanging out. Um, she lives outside of a small village, and she just kind of has a, it's a pretty good-sized house. Uh, she, she was a very successful adventurer when she still went out on the regular. Um, she can still... Because she is a monk, she will still throw hands with the best of them. Uh, do not test her. But she mostly th this is this is where uh, I, I think you probably largely hang out. Though I think you, I can envision that she probably still goes out sometimes and just like, oh, you need a fifth to go through the the dungeon of the frost giants, and you're like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and then you punch many frost giants. Yeah. <laughs> as, as one does. As as one does. Yes. They. He said they affinity for taking down trolls. Also that. That's also totally fine. Who are very confused. <laughs> Punching all the trolls. And then... Okay, let me actually look. Because I meant to do this earlier. Elves, typically, um, have a significantly longer lifespan than humans or orcs or something. Mm -hmm. So even though, in theory, the boys are teenagers... Their characters are probably let me let me see what the age range for okay so elves can live over seven hundred years so even though they're teenagers teenager for elf is probably not let's say eleven and thirteen right um so you guys have seen lo lots of the plane punched many things Jonathan has probably stolen his his fair share of many things <laughs> yes tiny shiny things. As, as his his want to do. Uh, so you guys are hanging out at Grandma's house, because I like saying Grandma's house. Um, it lends a very fantasy-esque, fairy, fairy tale-esque uh, bend to the whole thing. Uh, and you guys have been there for a couple of days, and there is a knock at the door. Hey, wait, can I... There we go. <laughs> there you go. Holy art. There we are. Bring it on. Um, and you, you heard a horse, someone ride up on a horse. And then there's kind of a pause, and then there's the knock at the door. And I will let you guys go from there. All right. 
Well, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go answer the door. You guys keep uh, keep visiting or whatever. Everybody, get your weapons ready in case it's an attack. <laughs> <laughs> that, see, that's just that's what happens when you're raised by adventurers. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Always just prepared. Bruce is definitely excitable. That's, that's why I'm the one going to the door. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he opens the door with his sword. Right. <laughs> All the time. Uh, right. Okay, so when you open the door, um, standing, so probably a little taller than the door frame, you're, you see most of a half-orc. Oh, nice. Rather large half-orc with a, with a battle axe that you see most of, because again, above sort of the door frame. Yeah. Uh, hello. Um, is this Miss Lorelai's house? It is. Oh, oh, good. I thought this was the right place. Um, uh, my, my name is Granyan. Uh, I came looking for Miss Lorelai. Uh, if she's available. Uh, can I ask what business you have with her? Uh, we used to adventure together. But it pertains to our old, uh, well, the group of adventurers. Okay. Alrighty, well, you wait uh, out here, and I'll let her know that you're here. Uh, uh, thank you, sir, very much. Lorelai, you've got uh, a uh, old adventure friend that is uh, interested in talking with you. Coming. <laughs> oh, good day. Um, what can I do with you? Uh, so, so standing at the door, like I said, you see sort of a half orc gentleman. You do recognize him. You probably haven't seen Granyan in twenty years. But oh, and I should probably put him on the thing. There we go. There you go. Um, he's just he. When you adventured regularly, uh, there was a group of five or six adventurers you spent a lot of time with, and Granyan was one of them. He was sort of the... He he was your party's groose. Um, he he hits all the things. Okay. Um, but it, it has been some... Probably been some time since you've adventured with them. And... Groose is the last one you would necessarily expect to just kind of show up out of the blue. He's not the um, just-come-by-for-a-visit type. Right, so what can I do for you? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to explain this outside of Groose voice, or outside of uh, Ranyan voice, because um, if I start that voice, it won't stop. Um, <laughs> and then, and then he'll, he'll start again. But um, So when you, when you guys adventured with a group, there were, there were six of you. Uh, you, Granyan, Aurelia, Yurich, Rezov, and Briel. And you guys did a lot of kind of ridiculous adventures. You went all over the place. You kind of made a name for yourselves. But there was one place you guys considered going, and you never ended up going because it maybe just seemed like it wasn't worth the risk of how dangerous it was supposed to be. There was this abandoned elf temple and there was a village next to the temple when the the village was abandoned for whatever reason the temple was abandoned and it had been abandoned for six or seven hundred years but people realized slowly much longer you know into that time period that there were like a lot of really important elven historical documents that had been left in that temple and adventuring groups went and tried to retrieve them because there was a really big reward for it they never came back or they would come back empty handed and just talk about this, these creatures and these vines and all these things around the temple. So you guys considered it not worth the risk. He, he actually just kind of offhandedly mentions the phrase elven temple. Um, and you, it immediately comes to your mind. He, he says the word pray uh, which was the name of the village. And you you do have these memories of, oh, that place. That place we once almost went but didn't. Um, he looks at you. A man came two or three days ago to the tavern, found the, the five of us there, and offered us a lot of gold to go. Like a lot. I said no, they said yes. I followed them to see what happened. They went in. They've never come out. You were the only place I could think of to turn. 
Well, I'm intrigued. It's, uh, was some elf magi that I hadn't seen before. He went in with them. I don't know if he came back out. I, I never saw them come back out. I stayed for two days. Got chased off by a bunch of, uh, those stupid thing bugbears chased me off. I, I don't know what happened, but I'm worried. We didn't go there for a reason. It's a trap! <laughs> it's definitely not a trap. Why would that be a thing? He uh, hasn't had his adrenaline for the Yes! <laughs> this, this, this isn't Star Wars. <laughs> we can't leave this go. We must go on and see what's going on. We can't leave this be. Well, so, I mean, thanks to kill. Li likely, yes. I suppose. <laughs> Interesting, so I can beat up and kill. Well, I say you boys should go and get your stuff ready, and I think we have somewhere that we need to go then. So okay. Definitely, I think we should join you. I'm in. I'm in. We can't leave an old friend in the hour of me, so yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of Grandma being like, all right, go get your coat and your battle axe. <laughs> get in the car. We're leaving. That's right. <laughs> There's things to do. Yeah, we've got things. <laughs> yes, things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he seems somewhat surprised at the sort of air of like, oh yeah, that sounds fine. Let's go. <laughs> and also the fact that you're all going, he's like, oh, I, all right. That's probably better well, that way then. I'm, I'm getting up there. I do need my my family with me. My wisdom and their agility, we're, we're on. Absolutely. Now, I would like to, um, I, I would like to just make sure uh, if there uh, be uh, spoils of this, uh, I just want to establish right now so there's no confusion that uh, there's six of us, and I expect it to be split six ways evenly. Actually, there's five of you. Um, I'm not going. Oh. oh, I think it's best someone go tell the council someone's messing around in the temple again. Okay. I'll go take care of that, see if I can't convince them to finally send someone under their guys to go take care of it. And hopefully you can figure it out. Well, that's fair. But then, the, yes, the, whatever you find, I'm, I'm sure, sends the, uh, the incredibly uh, old documents. Everything else will be yours, I assume. Well, I must say, I'll be a bit disappointed that you won't be coming with us. I've had grand adventures of, or grand uh, uh, memories of our adventures, so I will be disappointed you won't be there. He, he looks fondly at you, looks fondly at his battle axe, sighs a little bit. <laughs> but you think maybe it, it no longer being the sort of like, him being sort of having gotten to the point where he maybe isn't as aggressive and rash as he used to be. <laughs> and um, that's probably why you know it, it's it's probably worked out for him. But I think he maybe misses it a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, he he put he puts a map on the table, and you recognize roughly the route. It would take you a couple of days to get there, or like a day or so actually. Um, and he he's like, I don't know what else on the path, but bugbears. So so be careful because bugbears. And, and Lorelai, uh, Treesalt, and Melio, you have all seen or fought at different points a bugbear or seven. They're... Imagine, like, the chaos of goblins, but, like, bigger and with, like, fur. That's okay. probably a terrible description, but I'm going to run with it. Sounds good. They're, 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 they're feisty. Yeah, yeah we've got a rug of one on, on our floor, isn't it? Ah, yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it is bear skin. It may as well be bug bear skin. Fair enough. Huh. Yes. Okay. So he points at the map. Right. Um. Be careful. No one's really sure what's actually inside the temple anymore. There's stories of it. Uh, it's become kind of overgrown. Vines and whole trees grown out of it. Uh, okay, so you guys, I assume, gather your gear, provisions, snacks for the road. 
Make sure Bruce has had a little bit of medication. Yes. Everyone wears a warm coat. <laughs> and uh, not to grandma's, but away from grandmother's house, you go. Um, that, that wasn't intent. That was only like half intentional, but there we go. That wasn't as planned as it sounded. Um, Is there a hill in woods? <laughs> yes. She she lives in the woods, and you will go over at least one or two hills and dales. <laughs> I think that's from a different thing. And now... <laughs> I may low-key go Julie Andrews, like, hard sound of music at some point by accident, but that's fine. Is that Julie Andrews, or did I make that up? No, that's Julie Andrews. Andrews? Okay. Over the hill and through the woods. Grandmother's house. Well, that, that's that. not Julie Andrews. But sound of music is Julie Andrews, right? Okay. What's happening? Okay. The hills are alive. There we go. That's the one I wanted. That's Julie Andrews. That's that's that lady. Uh, yeah, okay, that'll work. Um, okay, so you guys travel for a day or two. And, Lorelai, you begin to recognize the area you're in. It is uh, an area where there used to be an Elvish tribe. And they, probably six or seven hundred years ago, uh, abandoned their village, abandoned their temple, and disappeared. No one's really sure why they left, where they went. But there were a lot of historic elven documents uh, for that area stored in their village and in the temple. So the temple's just kind of there. The village is mostly falling apart, but there's this big stone temple. And as you guys get to the area, let me actually... Uh, okay, so as you guys approach, you see a giant stone building. Um, let me actually... There we go. And there's, a, there's two large, heavy wooden doors in the front. The path is The path leads up, but the path's kind of overgrown. Uh, and it is oddly... You, you do see more trees than you would expect this close to a building. And foliage foliage has, like, sprouted out of the top of the building for some reason. Like, like have you ever seen those videos or pictures where kudzu takes over an entire house? Yes. Yeah. Okay, like that, but... Intentional looking? Like, something's controlling the plants, maybe. Uh, everyone make me... Perception checks. Okay. Yeah, Lan was just over there going, I want to check. You may absolutely check. I'm at 18. 18? Okay. I'm at 11. I'm at 16. I rolled a 20. I'm at 17. Whoa, got a nat 20. Natural. Ooh, okay. Laura Lai got a 20. I did. Off right. Okay, so I think I heard a 16, a 17, an 18, and a 20. Yep. Perfect. We're pretty that perceptive. Yes, you are. Yeah. Um, I promise I'll stop making family jokes at some point, but it's like when you play, uh, it's like when you go on the road trip and you play uh, I Spy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in this case, uh, four of the five of you spy two bugbears. As they come out of the trees in your general direction, uh, growling at you. Yeah. And being generally bug and bearish. <laughs> bugbear okay so they growl at you and attempt to rush you but you guys obviously see them coming so initiative yes all right prepare for the punching so i have 17 okay. i have 16 plus 2 so that's 18 22 oh mercy okay uh actually and you are 100 percent correct about that so actually lorelei you not only notice the bugbears you notice a what you think is kind of a wire running in front of the door. Okay. That looks like it should definitely not be there. At whatever at whatever point you deem that pertinent. Okay. That definitely stands out to you. Okay. Okay, so let's... Whenever you roll a natural 20, good things happen. Yes. Uh, so, Jonathan, that was a 22. Mine's a 20 21 for Lorelei on initiative, 22 for Bruce. Yeah, Grace is 22. I'm 22. I'm 18. Okay, I am going to uh, longbow. Okay. I just want to say this was the first shot of the day. Yes. Uh, sometimes those are rough. Yeah, so you, you didn't stretch. With uh, a two. Okay. Well, uh, plus your bonus, but but yeah. So. Okay. Uh, you, you do miss. Um, but you definitely have their attention now. Um, let's go with Groose. 
and tell me which one of them you would like to hit with your longsword. I think it's a longsword. Yes, and would you like to hit number one or number two? I'd like to hit number one, and I got a four. Because once again, I'm groggy from all that adrenaline medicine that you put in my body. <laughs> Thurlai. Yes. Big bugbear friends. Would like to would like to hang out. I was actually going to throw a dart at him. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so that is plus five. So okay. eight plus five is thirteen, which that is not enough. Okay. I will use the ray of frost, I believe. Okay. Twelve plus five is seventeen. Okay, roll your damage. I got a two. Okay, would you like to make bugbear one or two chili? Uh two for two. Two for two. Perfect. I like it. Uh, Jenna, it is Tree Salt's turn. All right. I am going to use my spiritual weapon. And okay. let oh, no. Our fight here. Okay. What kind of weapon would you like your, your spiritual weapon to be? Uh, a tree. You know, got that good tree of, of life. Okay. So kind of like a big, like a wooden club that basically still looks like an actual tree. Yeah, it's like an int, basically. Okay. <laughs> We'll go with something close to that. I like you that. made bad fruit. Now you're getting stomped. Now you get punchied. That's right. Okay. Um, so I believe whenever you do that, you can use a bonus action uh, to attack. Oh, yes. That's fantastic. So that is plus four. Okay. With your d20. 12 plus four, that's 16. I believe that hits. Yes! It does. Uh, and then your tree does 1d8 plus, uh, I believe, 2 damage. Uh, 5 plus 2, so that would be a 7. Okay. Uh, the bugbear growls at you, and then a tree-shaped club pops up next to him and smacks him. Nice. For being rude. That's exactly what he gets for being rude. There we go. Tree-shaped club. Uh, was that number 2 as well? Yes. Okay, and that was seven damage? All yep. right. Um, the bugbears both look very confused because, you know, people, but also now trees <laughs> for some reason, and this seems unusual. Um, so one of them is going to move over, and he is going to try and punchy-punchy Groose because Groose tried to punchy-punchy him. Okay, Groose does a, a seven, does definitely not hit your armor class. All right, Jenna, yes. um, how about a 20? How about a 20? Um, Actually, just barely. <laughs> yeah. Because it looks like you have an 18. 18 armor class. Okay, you take you take 6 damage. Uh, okay. Slams his giant mace against you. Oh. Yeah. I like that, sir. And then he growls. <laughs> but it sounds kind of cute, so he stops because he realizes it's not working for him. <laughs> uh, Melio. They were so kind and came right to you. Well, that's fun. They, they, there was too much space. What would you like to do, sir? Yeah, longbow, but I, I rolled a four there. Four, so that's a nine, so that's still no. Hmm. And four, oh, well, but you have advantage, so you may roll twice. Ah, perfect. Because, because flanking. 11, that's that. That's 16 total. That hits. Okay, fantastic. Shoot, shoot him with that arrow. Ooh. Uh-oh. I mean, that's fine. Oh, that's max damage. Okay, we're fine. Everybody's totally fine, I'm sure. Asher. Yeah? It'd be Grus's turn. Well, I'm gonna kill the guy who tried to punchy-punchy me because I tried to punchy-punchy him. Okay, punchy punchy away. I got an 11. Plus, oh. what's his modifier on that one? Uh, so that's his long sword, so that's plus 4. So that's a 15. There you go. That is not enough. Oh, man. These guys are what? what is up with these idiots' armor? They're very bulky lads. What's <laughs> their armor class? They are, they, are, they are the bulky boys. Uh, Lorelai. 
Okay, and that's what I want to do. I want to attack with the short sword. Oh, uh, 16 plus 5. Okay, yes, definitely. Awesome. Yay! And then go ahead and roll to see if the flurry of blows attack hits. Okay. Thirteen plus plus five. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> number one or number two? Oh, right. You hit one or two. Oh, number two. We've been hammering, yeah. right? So yes. Let's go with number two. Okay. Six plus three is nine. Nine. Woo-hoo, okay. That's really good. Okay, that was the short sword. Yeah. Okay, and then she still rolls the d four plus three for the flurry. Yes, and that's where three. So that's a four. Punchy, punchy, indeed. No more bugbear fall over. Bugbear nap time. Yes! Get it, Laura! This is, this is like Pokemon, they faint. She's still got it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. Very nice. So one bugbear down. Uh, Mr. DeLorean. Is it possible for instead of a ray of frost, me to do like a torrent of flames? Um, okay. So what you could do if you want to use... So ray of frost is a cantrip. You could use one of your first level spells and use Burning Hands. Okay. Um, so I believe you don't actually have to roll to hit. I have to make a dexterity save. Yeah. That'll be totally fine. I'm sure they're good at that. Okay, um, okay so your, your save is 13. So I have to get at least a 13. Distant, that's an 11. All right, we're fine. Um, so do me a favor and roll 3d6. 3d6. So here's a d6. You're going to roll that three times. And it's going to do that much fire damage. Three. So that would be 11. Okay. He takes 11 fire damage and looks very upset. Very nice. It's very rude. It's very not nice. Um, free salt. You know, I, I'm feeling this this fire damage thing. Okay. Do my firebolt. This can't be bad for him. <laughs> All right. Oh, and I rolled a two. Plus your bonus of two, which is a four. four. Okay, so not quite. I made little sparklers come out of my hands. They're very pretty. <laughs> Razzle dazzle. Um. <laughs> My spiritual weapon, my yes. tree thing is still... Tree to the face. Oh, that was a 19. So 23. 20, yes. Uh, so roll 1d8 plus 2, uh, tree damage. Right. Uh, sweet tree damage. Yeah, gra- gra- grass damage, grass type. There we go. Yes. All right, that'll be 8 total. Okay. Uh, he looks very upset. He's been punched and sorted and hit by a tree. <laughs> it's not, not the plan. Uh, he's going to try and punchy punchy Groose again, because that definitely totally worked last time, not at all. Uh, Groose, does 15 equal or beat your armor class? Not at all. I didn't think so. <laughs> it's important to hope, but not so much. Okay. Jonathan. I am totally ready. Punchy, punchy, or air- arrowy, whichever. I'm longbowy, longbowy. Longbowy, longbowy. <laughs> okay, 12 plus 5. 17, yes. Roll that damage, sir. 8. Woo! Okay, perfect. Actually, 11, I'm sorry. 11. Oh, even more perfect. Yeah, I had an 8 on the die plus the 3. He goes to sleep as well. Night-night. Nap time. Uh, the bugbears look around, realize it is getting dark, and they go to bed. Uh, and so you have in front of you a giant stone temple with a very large front door, and also maybe that one little weird wire thing, but that's probably fine. I wouldn't worry about it too much. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, let, let's go with this. Uh, Miss Lorelai, what do you do with said knowledge of tiny wires? How how wouldst thou like to proceed? Well, I would like to investigate. Okay. Uh, now, do you point it out to anyone else? Can 
Okay, do you were, did you do you point it out to anyone else? Because you're the only one who saw it with your great perception. Oh yes. Um, I don't know how anybody else's perception is. So um, do I point it out to anything else? I would point that out to Jonathan actually. Okay. Um, so both of you make me investigation checks. Melio. Mm-hmm. Melio. Melio. Yes. Uh, investigation. Investigation check. Yes. Look for clues and and look for hidden things. Twenty. Uh, eighteen. Okay, wait. So that was an eighteen and a. Yeah. All right. You guys are good. Um. So uh-huh. you very clearly, um, John, Jonathan, in in your line of work, people occasionally trap things. This would definitely, probably, totally be one of those. Uh, you're fairly certain you've seen this kind of trap before, and if you would like to roll a uh, sleight of hand, now that you've examined it. Uh, go ahead and roll with advantage, because you have gotten up close and personal and poked around at the wire a little bit. Uh, roll me a sleight of hand check to try and disarm whatever weird little trap this is. And that is a 12. Okay. Okay, so you poke around at it for a second, and you look at it, you poke at it, and you grab a big stick and take like three steps back and just kind of like poke the wire and an anvil drops from the sky and lands right in front of you. <laughs> and just go, and you're good. Well, that was a close one. Pokey pokey. I'm glad uh, Granny's eyesight is still... Uh, yes. Still- she My- as as sharp as ever. Well, you, you know, Nelio can pick sure. a lock, so. Speaking like, of which. All the locks. Um, this I... door is actually oh. locked. Say that again? So this door? this door actually is locked, but when you, when the anvil fell, you're pretty sure it actually broke the lock mechanism off. So, uh, if, uh, Mr. Mr. Groose, um, if you will... Make me an athletics check. 22 athletics. Okay, so there's a rather large anvil that you kind of nonchalantly pick up and set to the side, and then you just kind of, you're at this larger door that looks like it was locked at one point, but now the lock's broken, and you could tinker with it, or you could just punch the door. And now the door opens, because you (laughs) punch the door. It, it's too bad that this isn't like a video stream because you're missing the great theatrics that's currently. It oh, is actually very disappointing. Yes. <laughs> so, is, uh... Uh, so we're all safe to walk forward. <laughs> I'm not just walking into uh, this. Is fine. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Just go. It's fine. Okay, never mind. I was about to test for magic. I, 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 just in case there's like dark magic. Around. Oh, I think I, that's a great idea. If you would like to use detect magic, go for it. As Lan sort of sur- surveys the space in front of him and the giant thing that was totally a door at one point, um, you do detect something in front of you. Let me actually move you on the map. Let me make sure I'm actually... Yeah, okay, that's the one. So you guys kind of move up to the, the doorway, and you guys should be on a new map now. Mm-hmm. It's um, and you're at the very bottom in what should be the only visible space. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. we see no things. That's I not a problem at all. Um, <laughs> okay, so what you notice is that you're pretty sure there's another some kind of aura coming in front of you that looks so like actually let me So this door in front of you is now open cuz Groose removed the door. Um <laughs> you can kind of loosely see into this giant stone building. Uh and you notice that straight in front of you, there's a door, but the ground in front of you looks, I don't know, different for some reason. And you think there's some kind of aura around it that seems suspicious. Can I do a perception check? Uh, perception or investigation, uh, or if Mr. DeLorean would like uh, Arcana. Yes, I've got a great investigation. I've got plus five on it. What do you okay. have Arcana uh, too? I think it's also plus five. Yeah. Oh, so just roll yep, 20. 20 okay. plus 5. 20 plus 5. That is a 20 
That's the 20 all together. Jonathan, what did you have? Uh, one. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> this looks fine. Looks totally fine. That's a floor. It's a perfectly acceptable, slightly different colored floor. What what different color? I don't even. See I, that. that seems fine. This is a stone floor. Um, and and if you're okay with this, I'm going to keep referring to you as Mister Delorean. Okay. Because it makes me laugh for some reason. Um, this is definitely like some kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mirage. Mm. Uh, illusion. We'll go illusion. There's not floor there. There's a hole. A big, like, if you step forward, fall, like, 30 feet down hole. Oh. It's covered by an illusion that probably looks loosely like a floor. But is definitely not a floor. All right. Uh, and so you kind of see off to the maybe 10 or 15 feet on either side of the floor. There's actual floor. And then straight in front of you, there's a wall with a large stone door. It also looks like it's actually real. But not this front floor. Okay. How, how would the five of you like to proceed past the floor, in air quotes? Let's see. I, I have a possibility. My acrobats are five. I don't know if I can. Okay, so my acrobats are five. I don't know if I could maybe do some kind of acrobats over okay. the Oh, I have an idea. Try and try and do that thing where the acrobats like bounce off each wall to try and go forward. Well, and hang on. Anybody else have any ideas? Uh, well, that will work too. Like if we have a rope, and then we can kind of use can, the rope. Can I use a spell? To can I use like the ray of frost as like a way of a bridge? Okay, interesting. I'm intrigued. Okay, let's. Okay, yeah. Okay, so it looks like a few of you have rope in your in your equipment list and then ray of frost as a that's really interesting actually um i like that okay i tell you what let's do if you want to use ray of frost i would say maybe not a bridge but maybe freeze something onto the wall so that you could maybe attach the rope to it okay use those together and then you could cross to one side or the other, but you will need to pick which direction you want to go. And awesome. since you're still outside the doorway, you can only see loosely so far either direction. Well, we do have our night vision, which would be like we could see 60 sure. feet, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, so let's say, actually, we'll go like right. So you guys should have an open area like on either side. Okay. okay. That's about as far as you guys can see because of the corners and stuff. Okay. Let's just say right is right. Reasonable. Uh, so do I roll for 20? Uh, yes. Go ahead and roll. We'll see. 18. Okay. Perfect. Was that with the bonus? No. Uh, nope. Oh, okay. Even better. So you're in the 20s somewhere. Okay. So you, you use Ray of Frost and you kind of... Failing with that frost. Literally. <laughs> Someone throws the rope, and you kind of ray of frost it onto, like, a a pole. Like a flagpole that's hanging off the side, like, holding a banner. Okay. And it, you're fairly certain that'll hold and support each of you, like, individually, like one at a time. Okay. Um, and then I think, I think it's steady enough that if you guys just kind of want to each swing across carefully, no fall-in hole. Hmm. That sounds like a great idea. Who wants to go first? I will go first. You will go first. Excellent. Okay. Uh, so who goes after Jenna? I do! Perfect. Uh, so Groose will make his way over. Who follows Groose? I will. Okay. I'll let you move him over. Uh, who is next to last? I will go next so Jack can help me with that good old swing. Okay. okay. <laughs> help Grandma across. Okay, so you go last. Yeah, but I'm just going to look back nervously before I go across. Just in case. <laughs> okay, i tell you what, actually, when you look back, make me a perception check. Okay. Uh, before, before you swing across. Uh, that is a 12. Okay, um... 
you yeah you the forest looks like it is calming down from all of the loud banging of bugbears and you know trees and people being hit in the face repeatedly <laughs> everything seems pretty chill actually okay. <laughs> okay and then you swing across too perfect okay so in front of you guys there is a hallway and it leads to a wall. Oh yeah, I don't trust that at all. That's fine. I don't understand the problem. <laughs> all right, I would like to roll for perception. Okay. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Everybody, everybody, roll that perception. Everybody is nervous of this long haul. Everybody. Oh wow. I I got a four. Okay. I, I got a thirteen. Oh Seven. wait, plus four. That makes it an eight total. I, I got Seven. a twenty-two in all. Twenty-two in all. Ooh. Okay, that's three. Seventeen. 17. I'd be a warrior, but I got good eyesight. Yes, he does. Yeah, I was too taken by the stones and the natural, you know, goodness. It is from a it. really nice temple. Right. Like this is. <laughs> Runes on the walls. Yes, it's kind of confusing that it's abandoned for some reason. Right. Uh, anyone who beats a twelve, after all, there's that? this like weird little stone in the wall, straight in front of you, sort of just to the edge, that looks like it probably moves. So that means Groose, you see that, and hey, what's that stone? He said everybody above a twelve could see it. That right? would be me and uh, Groose. What's that? And jumping thirteen yeah. as well. Uh, you probably oh, shouldn't push it. You definitely shouldn't push it. Definitely don't do that. So this is on the far end of the wall there. Yes. Um. Can I shoot it with my arrow since we're all over here? Could, could I throw my hand axe at it? Well, then you I might lose it, like if something. Yeah, I was trying to do a sub to approach here, people. It's all right, Groose. There Just will be plenty of time to throw your axe into things. Yay! I will make sure that happens. <laughs> uh, yes, Jen. If you wanna, if you wanna shoot an arrow into it from your, I think you have a crossbow. I do have a crossbow. If you would like to light crossbow that little dot on the wall, you don't even have to roll. Excellent. You know where it's at. You take aim at it. Boom. Uh, the wall very slightly opens up mm. and appears to pass through into another room. All right. It's a trap. It's definitely not a trap again. <laughs> I don't know why you keep thinking that's going to happen and being right about it. <laughs> that's not how this works. Uh, it appears to just be a large empty room, actually. And not that large. It's, it's actually not... I mean, it's like a decent-sized room, but it's not that big a room. It looks like it was like a storage room. I think Roos is pretty eager. Do you go first, Roos? See him already like, oh, yes. Um, Wait, shouldn't we scout it out first or something? Well, he already thinks he's a trap, so he's, you know, he's not going to is. He is not going in blindly. Yes. Yeah, he's got that axe out. He was ready. Time to hit a thing, probably. Hey! <laughs> I mean, what? Although we... Although we need to start using Emilio's uh, uh, stealth. Mm-hmm. That is also an option. Uh, so as as Groose, or, or whoever goes with Groose, enters the room, um, you see an opening on the other side. It's just a big open room, and you see an opening on the other side that kind of looks like it's just a cutout in the wall, but it's full of bushes and foliage. Strawberry! <laughs> that look like they're actively growing. As as I go into this room myself, could it be possible to use that fire spell again? Okay, interesting. I like it. Okay, what would your intention? Uh, well, okay. So one thing I would caution you because that was that was burning hands. Okay, so you only get four uses of your first level spells a day. Okay, so that would be. I can do. Fire bolt is a cantrip, which means okay, I, okay. I got that. Use use the fire try and burn the plants. See what happens. I can do that. I think that's a fair idea. Okay, so um, I'm gonna just kind of shoot a fire bolt at these interestingly growing plants here okay. um, from this doorway. 
And I rolled a 15, which would be plus two. That's a 17. Yes. Um, a bunch of them. So you see, yeah, you kind of remove them from the entrance. Whee. There's kind of a couple still on the wall. Um, and you begin to hear noises on the other side. That's not good. Like something large is stirring. Boss battle! But uh, yeah, you see, you have a now a clear path into another room past the one you're in through the foliage. Uh, does any... Okay, what would you guys like to do next? Uh, I'd like to use my stealth to uh, just kind of uh, uh, go slightly into the room and see if I can uh, get a, a handle on what's going on in there. Okay, Jonathan, so you actually see on the on the other sort of other side of the door past the part she kind of burned out there is some more foliage so if you want to roll a stealth check and go kind of hide in the in the shrubberies hide hide in lay shrubbery okay i have 14 okay all right um so yeah go hide hide in hide in the hide in lay shrubbery as is tradition yep. Um, so you get to a big open room, and in that open room are a lot of other shrubberies, and a much, much larger, almost, um, creature-like looking tree. Oh, this feels like... With, like, glowing, like, the blanches, blanches, the branches are kind of glowing and radiating, and the tree appears to be taking stock of the area around it. What would you... Uh, it, it does not appear to have noticed you yet. Told you it was a trap! It's not a uh, trap, I promise. Let's see here. <laughs> does anybody have, like, a... Well, you gotta hot... come back and tell us what's going on over there. Let's see. Well... Alrighty, so, uh, guys, there's, there's some kind of tree thing uh, in here. I like trees. Not sure what's going on here. Does anybody have a uh, like uh, some uh, good nature uh, knowledge here? Or, I've got uh, a plus three in nature. Ooh. Okay. If anyone would like to roll nature uh, or perception. 20. So that's 23. And I rolled a natural 20 plus oh. four on perception. Get it. Okay. I rolled 19 plus 3, so I if got it, 23 in history. It's any consolation, I had 6, so... Okay. <laughs> I had 16. Okay. Um, so we'll start with Melio. Uh, so, jo Jonathan, what did you roll? 16. Uh, perception. Perception. Okay. You do notice the shrubbery. Do you see in the four corners there are trees? Sort of like this. Mm -hmm. Those there. Those appear to be trees that are also kind of stirring slightly. Uh, anyone okay. who was above 20, which I believe was uh, Lan, Groose, and Lorelei. Um, actually, tell me what you rolled. I rolled a natural 20, and I have plus four on perception. Perception? Okay, Lan, yours was history? Yes, history with 23. And Groose, what was yours? I rolled a 22. For what? Yeah, what did you perception roll on? Or? Perception. Okay, so the two of you that roll perception, this this large tree is yes, absolutely, most certainly, uh, becoming very aware of of its surroundings, and kind of taking stock of things. And you realize the trees you could see from the top, um, outside the building of this one. Ooh. Like, the trees around you seem to come from this much larger, glowing, living tree in the middle. Uh, Lan, with your, I believe yours was history? Yep. Uh, you have heard tale of creatures called treants. They are giant, tree-based uh, plant creatures. And they can... Like, once they, they move into an area, if they move into a, a building or something... Um, Kind of more trees will spawn out of them and grow out of them and will kind of take over an area. They're not always uh, aggressive, but they are territorial. Privets. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, now for the for the trees, the um, you have frost, right? Yep. And being cold, the tree would like lose its leaves and go dormant for a while, correct? 
So is that a possibility that we would? I would get? say with his check, because I think his, um, he would know historically they don't like them some fire. Yes. Uh, the ice is an interesting option. I do like that, actually. Um, trying to kind of put her back to sleep. Yes. yes. It definitely yes. make him slower, if not anything. Yes. Uh, okay, has anyone other than Jonathan entered the room? No. Okay. Back at her. Shh. No, no, we don't want to cut her. We not don't want yet. to hurt her yet. Like, gotta make sure that she's angry. She doesn't look angry. She looks angry, maybe, that some of her plants have are gone. She doesn't look aggressive, necessarily. She seems to be searching for something. Uh, Jonathan, she still hasn't noticed you, but I will need you to make another stealth check if you're going to stay there. Okay. Or if you want to move back into the room, you can just move back into the room. So you say she looks like she's, uh, uh, she's looking for something? She she looks like she's looking around. She's realized something has happened to some of the plants that is amiss, and she's trying to figure out what. Okay. I I think I would like to go ahead and talk to her. Are you guys okay with this? Yes. Please uh, talk. Lan does know historically they are intelligent creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, like I said, they are not always aggressive, but they are uh, territorial, and they are very, very... Old. She is probably not as old as the temple itself, but very close. I would like to not solve this with violence if possible. Mm-hmm. I have an okay. affinity for trees. Yes, well, then that's we what need I to said. keep Bruce out of uh, <laughs> him and his axe. <laughs> yes, let's hold Bruce back. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com. Email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgame. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org or at saving the game on Twitter. Thanks and have a blessed day. Special thanks to our Patreon backers, Joanne, Ashley, and the fine folks over the Nerd of Godcast. You guys are awesome. We really appreciate your help. You can find our Patreon over at patreon.com slash cityonahillgaming. Um, okay, Jack. Mm-hmm. How say your character's name, sir? Landalorian. Landalorian, okay. If I accidentally call you the Mandalorian, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs>